What's up, y'all? Kevin Coon here from Athlete Factors. This is the Athlete Factors podcast. My guest today is Jason Clinton. What's up, man? What's going on? So, hey, before we get started, um, yes, has anybody been on your show three times? Uh, maybe Ambrose, my mentor. But aside from that, I think I need I need you to check on that because I think it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> This might officially make me your favorite guest. <laughs> That's for sure, man. Go, I need you to go and check on that for me, though. All right, I'll I'll have my assistant do that. Right, my bet. assistant Kevin. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, you you're you're probably the first three Pete. All right. You're like Banana. you're like Lil Wayne three Pete. There we go. It's Banana. Well, thank you for taking the time to do this. I'm excited about chit-chatting about uh, more of the philosophy or the the details, let's say, of training, running training specifically, aerobic running. So um, if you will, catch us up on what life has been like since, uh, since our last conversation, and um, we'll dive into it, man. So, uh, last conversation, I believe we were just talking about just navigating life with all the canceled races, so, mm-hmm. which is still the case for the most part, but, uh, you know, the racing world is starting to open up a little bit more, and, you know, if you check in IG, check in Facebook or whatever, you'll see that there are a lot more live races that are happening. There's still a bunch that's uh, being held virtually or being postponed, I actually... Uh, I was supposed to run the Milwaukee half marathon in uh, April, early April, like April 10th, matter of fact, and it got postponed to October. Mm. So uh, I actually found one in my area. I'm up in Northwest Indiana right now. So I found a 15K in my area, uh, like the end of March. So that was my first live race in a year and a half. So I ended up running that. And How was it? it? It was cool, man. It was cool. I did fairly well. Uh, I had the GoPro with me on that one, too. So it was the first one. I just wanted to, to document it or whatever. And still ended up uh, running a PR in the 15K, which was uh, pretty exciting. I, I actually was not attempting to do so. Um, I'm having some issues with my right plantar fascia, uh, plantar fascia the heel pain and uh, hip ankle just that whole right side is all messed up so i'm looking for a right leg right now but uh but i actually end up running that race fairly well and to just add a little bit more motivation to me just looking forward i decided i wanted to tackle uh a sub 25k so that's what the plan is right now that's what i have been training for for the past uh, five weeks, I'm on week six of my 12-week training block for that. So I found the race out here uh, in Portage, Indiana. It's going to be on Father's Day, actually. So it's Father's nice. Day 5K. Yep, Father's Day 5K. So that's that's what I've been training for. I still have plans to want to run a marathon in the fall. So I'm eyeballing the uh, Indy Monumental in that time uh we'll see i haven't signed up for it yet 
because I don't want them to turn into virtual, and I'm not trying to do any more virtual marathons. That's just <laughs> I did that last year because it was my first one, you know. But yeah, that's that's a lot. That's Once a lot. enough. Yeah, that was funny enough. Funny enough. <laughs> so if I'm running another marathon, like I want it to be official, and I want yeah. to know that it's official. So I'm kind of hesitant because I I still just got the feeling like they can just up. Oh, we're just gonna make this a virtual race, and I'm not trying to do a virtual marathon. But other than that, that's that's what my focus has been on now. Is this uh, sub twenty five k? This I'm I'm working for this. I am working mm-hmm. for this. My current PR in the five k, which was uh, that was about a year and a half ago too. That might have been no, that wasn't my last race. It was the race before my last race before all the craziness happened. But that was a twenty fifty seven, and I worked my ass off for that twenty fifty seven. So mm-hmm. I already know how tough it's going to be to go sub-20, you know. And I know we're going to probably dive a little bit more into the details about uh, what I'm doing training-wise, but just getting you caught up, that's what uh, that's what the plan is right now, sub-20, minute 5K. Nice. So that as soon as I saw that you were going for that, like, that got me fired up. That got me, you know, like, just knowing that there's other people out there who aren't just – you know, like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to train during, you know, the pandemic, but they're not getting after it. Like I can't, if I'm going to commit to doing something, like when it comes to training, like I tend to, you know, go all in sometimes a little like overboard. So, um, so I've been, I've been basically the past month doing a deep dive into like, I'm just training basically for 5k, like, for for this foreseeable future basically all the way through the summer um all the way through the fall and all i'm planning on doing a couple races you know kind of mixed in there but i want to make sure that they're live events because i just i did a virtual 5k uh early february um they mapped out a course so it was a local local thing sponsored by like the running shop that that i run with a group uh out of every wednesday and there's a local uh coffee company so it was like their 5k and they set up a a 5k course like it's a mile from my office so yeah it's like an area that i run in very often i won't say all the time but pretty often and uh so i was like okay i'll I'll sign up and do that because they had an actual course set up. And so if, um, if you run their course within, I think they had like a three or four day window, then you were eligible for prizes. Otherwise, if you just wanted to do your own, you know, virtual race, like they're like, all right, cool. Here's your swag bag, but that's it. And, uh, I'm a little bit competitive. So I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to run the course and I'm going to try to throw down a solid time. And anyway, that ended up going really well. I got a free pair of shoes. Um, yeah, I I won the overall men's, but there was a smoking fast lady who came in and beat everybody. So okay, yeah. So I was like, but she took the Brooks, which meant I got the Sauconies, and I was thrilled. So what in was fact, the, uh, the mate, the Saucony what? Uh, ride. Oh, okay, the thirteen. The 13. Nice. Yeah. Those are some bright, highly racing shoes, too. Bright yellow. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then 
a week ago, I bought <clears throat> these were they had them on clearance. It's it's the same shoe. Right. It's just mm-hmm. a different color. Yep. I got my my second run in them today, um, which was good. Got some got some intervals in, which we're gonna talk about. Um, but yeah, so I, like that's like that's my shoe, man. I love that ride. That's dope. So, um, but yeah, so that that was kind of. February, and then I was kind of like, ah, I've been training, but no serious, you know, direction, let's say. And then after, after seeing you train, you know, to break 20, I'm like, dude, he is going to, he's going to be running faster than me. I, I got to, <laughs> I got to get my stuff together, right. which is good, which is good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that. That's motivational. So, cause I was planning on just kind of chilling until, you know, summer training started with, uh, the cross country team that I'm working with and, you know, slowly ramping my mileage up. And I was like, nah, I got to get to work here. So, um, I'd been reading, uh, Jack Daniels running formula. Okay. And so, you know, just, I don't want to like, I hate the the cookie cutter approach. So I'm not just going to like follow whatever is, you know, like, here's the plan, do this plan. I'm like, no, I want to make my own plan. And, so, but I'm being as strict with the paces that he kind of has set up based off based off the V dot score and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, gotcha. um, so we'll go into I guess what I'm doing. What are you doing to break twenty? How how are you gonna do this? All right. So, and I I kind of detailed this a little bit in one of my uh, YouTube episodes as well too. So I did a little research back to my. Uh, my current 5k PR and the fastest mile, which was my last mile there. I ran the 633. All right. So that was the fastest mile that I have run in a race. And like I said, I, I was running. So I knew the effort that it took me to, to run that 633. So with that, then I looked up, all right, what am I going to have to run a sub 20 in? you know, just average uh, pace. And I think that was a 626. So I said, oh, shit. <laughs> just three of them. Exactly, <laughs> three of them. I haven't run one yet. Now I got to run three in a row. So I'm like, all right, how are we going to make this happen? So, and just like you, I've been looking in, into the different books as well. And I don't have the Jack Daniels yet. I heard that they were coming out with the updated edition, which is actually out now. So I'm actually going to get that. But uh, so I was just looking in a bunch of different books, just trying to get ideas and different things as well, too. And I know uh, a lot of times they will have you, at least from what I was researching, as far as like 5K uh, specific training, they'll have you start, let's just say, if we're doing like mile repeats, right? So you'll do like mile repeats and you cut that down to 1Ks, cut that down to 800s, right? Right before you're going to run. Me, personally, I have not run that fast before, so I just thought, you know what, I'm going to reverse engineer this. I have to be able to run a 626, so I'm not going to just attempt to do that in a mile right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with 800s. So four weeks, I did six by 800s on the track. Uh, Four weeks, which I just started uh, last week, I have to do tomorrow. I'm going to do five by 1K. And then for about three-ish weeks or so, I'm going to do uh, three-by-mile. 
Mm. Now that's the, um, I guess, VO2 max workouts that we're going to be looking into there. Mm-hmm. But really for me, I'm just looking at that as, all right, this is how I'm going to build myself into being able to get up to race pace. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what the track workouts are going to be for me. So I'll do that uh, once a week. Uh, my Mondays, and I'll break it down for you, Mondays are usually my heels and uh, threshold intervals. So I'll just alternate uh, every week. So this week, uh, yesterday, I did the three by six minute threshold intervals, and then I'll do like a three-minute recovery jog in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, when I go into work, I'm just going to hop on the treadmill, just do like four recovery miles. Tomorrow will be my 1K repeats. Thursdays are usually a rest day, or I'll try to get some type of uh, cross-training in if I'm doing just some light cardio on the bike or elliptical, something mm-hmm. like that. I'll just make my choice on how I'm feeling with that. Fridays are another recovery type day, so I usually get about four to five miles, and then Saturdays are the long runs. So long runs are still important. I know a lot of people, when we think about a 5K, especially if you run a lot of marathons, they, I don't know, it's funny how people almost turn it into like a sprint. And it's like, <laughs> that is not a sprint at all. <laughs> 5K is still like what 95% aerobic or something like you know what I'm saying like it's it's still an aerobic activity if you like sure. I, I love I love track and field and if you watch track and field they are not doing two to three four laps so you know they are on there they got commercial breaks in the 5K and everything they done it for a long time so it's still an aerobic activity so the long run is still very important. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that we're, you know, that, that we're getting that in. And for me, for the long run, I'm keeping it within like 10 to 11 miles. Uh, this week, I actually have a virtual half marathon that I have to do just because uh, one of my races got changed to a virtual. So I'm just going to get it over with this Saturday, just do my virtual <laughs> half. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not running anything crazy. It's just going to be a typical long run for me. But typically nice. like 10 to 11 miles uh, for the long run. Um, as far as my Monday, when I was talking about the hills and the threshold intervals, so my hills, I actually have a little hill that's close to my apartment. That's about a quarter mile up, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'll just do, uh, intervals on that. And I will do that. Um, I, I try to have it more of a, I don't even know what I would call the pace because it's not really like a threshold pace, but it's a few seconds uh, slower than threshold. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, with heels, it's usually good with my turnover. So turnover and then just strength in general. So I, I look at it more in that point of like, all right, this is like more of strength building, more turnover based uh, doing mm-hmm. the heels. And then uh, yesterday for my uh, threshold intervals, of course, that's going to be important because of this fact that I have to run 626s for three straight miles. Of course, mm-hmm. with the threshold, what my intention is with that type of workout now is to make sure that I'm able to increase my threshold so I can run a faster pace for a longer period, right? Yep. So right there, uh, obviously that's not race pace because I'm not there yet, but it's it's getting a little bit closer. Actually, yesterday I had a pretty daggone good session with it. And given this is Garmin, so you got to take it for what it is, but uh, it showed an increase in my VO2 max after that workout. So mm-hmm. it's not 
accurate, but I'll take that as, you know, there is just You're making progress. Yeah, yeah. It's a finish being gained there, so mm-hmm. that was a good one yesterday. But that's right now that's my plan of how I how I'm gonna tackle this seat. And a lot of look, a lot of crossing the fingers and different things like that. So Dude, I love that. So one of the things that uh that kind of blew my mind when I was uh, maybe it was like my second or third year here in Dallas. Um, I had a bunch of marathon clients who wanted to kind of switch up their, uh, their spring training so that most of them were doing a fall marathon and a spring half. And they, they wanted to switch up their spring training because the, like the, here in Dallas, there's Run On and there's Luke's Locker. And those are the two big, okay. like, running stores that have the biggest, like, half marathon, marathon, 5K, 10K training groups. And so okay. I think whatever it was, I think they were training with Luke's. And maybe they switched up. They weren't doing a spring training group or something like that. So they were like, okay. Kevin, do you want to help us with this half? And I was like, yes, it's going to blow your mind, though, because it's going to be super different than the way (laughs) you've been training. Just because a lot of them, they'd have a they'd have a goal, right? They'd have like their marathon goal pace. And I'm like, okay, if you're you know, if your marathon goal pace is whatever, three and a half hours or three forty five, how many runs during the week? are you doing or how much time are you accumulating at your race pace? And they're like, yep. um, sometimes we'll do some pickups in the middle of our long run and we might hit like, you know, two or three miles at our goal pace. And I'm like, and that's it. Right. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, so how confident are you when you step on the starting line that you know for a fact, like you're gonna be able to hit your goal pace because you've been yeah. doing it. Like they just, they were like, I am not confident at all, and I'm like, oh yeah. man. So let's change that. Let's let's give you a ton of volume, mm-hmm. weekly volume at your goal race pace, or maybe even some volume where you're faster, right? Let's let's improve yeah. your running economy so that like you're doing a really good job with your long runs. And with and with just accumulating volume, like that's super important for the marathon. But if you have any intentions of hitting this goal pace, you have to accumulate volume at that pace. Right. So, so I love that. That's what you know. Like that's what you're doing. You're like, all right, I gotta hit six twenty sixes. So how am I gonna do that? Well, I can't do one mile at that, let alone three. Right. So right. I'm gonna chunk it. Like yep. you break it down like that. Yep. So that makes perfect sense. Like that's, that's essentially what I'm doing. Um, I have a goal for maybe within the next two years to try to get back to sub 17. Nice. That's a lofty goal, man. Like it <laughs> just getting out after it, like right yeah. now. I, and I'm just like, how am I going to do this? Like, mm-hmm. so my, Dude, my, it's, tr- time, it's times when I'm like in the middle like, I was doing the uh, 1Ks last week, and it was times where I'm like, it's no way I'm going to be able to do this. <laughs> like, in the middle of the run. Like, I'm in the middle of the 1K, and it's like, it's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Like, this yeah. is yeah. 
this is crazy. Like, I almost threw up twice last week during the 1Ks. Now, I didn't help myself the night before, just eating a little late, but still, it was just like, yeah, it's it's a tall order. But that also, I think that, that adds to the to the motivation. You know, it's got to be a little bit of a craziness in there for you mm-hmm. to, to make it worthwhile, you know, because if it's something that you can do, then it's kind of like, you almost can just put it off, you know, like, yeah, I can do that. So, it's, you know, it's no rush, but if it's something that you really, like, you know, you have to get after and it's like, all right, like, we're not getting any younger and, you know, to hit these type of goals that we're trying to hit, like, we got to, we got to get on it, like, ASAP, you know. For sure. You know, it's, it's crazy and it's it's tough, but, I mean, we, we, we do what we got to do. Exactly. No, I think... I think you're right. You do have to set goals that are like maybe just outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, and like having that like long-term goal of like breaking 17, like there's no way I could do that. Right. Like my numbers right now, my training numbers are basically set up off of about a 19, 10, 5k pace. Okay. So that virtual 5k that I did, back in february like that was during the dallas snowstorm when like everybody lost electricity yeah like so that started like on like a thursday night or friday morning and i did my 5k like that friday morning so the temperatures dropped i think it was like 20 degrees like it never gets that cold here and it was ice on the path that i was running and and i Went out too fast the first mile, but whatever. I, I ended up running a 19.30. And I was like, you know what? That's And uh, so when I set up my training plan, basically first week of April, I was like, I could probably run faster than that. I yeah. could probably run faster than that right now. But I was like, but I haven't. Yep. And then unless I'm going to go out and do a 5K right now, I'm going to run my numbers off of that 1930 and I'm just going to train six or seven days a week and I'm yeah. going to actually commit to it and I'm going to do it for three weeks and come, you know, the end of April, the beginning of May, I'll do another 5k time trial. And if I did everything right, then I'll, I'll be able to run a faster 5k and then I'll adjust my numbers from there. Yeah. So it's like it's really hard for me to just be patient and just go through the, the steps right. through the process, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I just want to run fast. <laughs> yep, <laughs> for real. When you used to run it fast, that's all you want to do. I still have that too. I it's still tough. have that too. It's just it's like, and you know we were talking about a little bit before uh, recording. It's just like them easy days. It's just like let's just get it. Like even today, I'm just like let's just get it over with. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I get gotta there. do it. Just hop on the treadmill real quick and just get it over with. But yeah, so, what kind of weekly mileage? Do you have a weekly mileage goal, or is it just kind of what kind of mileage are you doing? Yeah. So right now, because of the uh, the plantar fascial heel issue, I'm just keeping it right at about thirty to thirty-five. Um, I don't, 
I kind of have a good idea what what that's coming from, mm-hmm. but I think, uh, and the more research I've been doing on that too, I think I was creeping uh, to the point where I was just uh, over exceeding my capacity. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what was bringing on a lot of that pain. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let me let me bring my mileage down just a little bit, you know. Um, so that's like a, a good threshold. That's a good threshold for me. Like thirty to thirty-five miles is is good, mm-hmm. especially just for for me for a five k. Like I still consider myself like a very very amateur runner, <laughs> even though I have been. You know, I've been kind of doing this for some years now. I'm mm-hmm. just now to the point to where like I would say maybe starting last year. This is like like where I'm actually like researching like pacing and running strategies and different mm-hmm. types of workouts up until that point i was just just running just to run you know mm-hmm. i enjoy running. i still like running fast but it was just like i'll just run now it's more like all right how do i manipulate this type of run to get me to this result right mm-hmm. because obviously there's a way to do that and you know we're we're both uh exercise science heads so and that just gets me more interested in running now that I, you know, add that facet into it where I'm just doing a little bit more research on, you know, training adaptations and things like that. So it's getting mm-hmm. it's getting fun to me again. You know, it's definitely getting fun to me. Not that I lost any interest, but now it's just like, ah, okay, cool. Now I'm seeing how I how I react to this type of run. I'll see how my body is responding to this type of stimulus on, you know, running this way. So yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit more specific in my training now yeah it's always yeah it's always nice when you can nerd out a little bit like mm, yeah it is. yeah, yeah it i love is. that i love that and then <laughs> when you get to like when you were saying earlier when you get to see garmin say hey your vo2 just went up and you're like heck yeah it did <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm trading for garmin. <laughs> exactly that's always fun for real. So what kind of uh, like how do you structure your recovery runs? Like this has been one of the hardest things for me to learn, and like because I just I've never in I've never enjoyed a long run, and I've never enjoyed a recovery run. Like that's just I don't want to do that. So how do you ensure that your recovery run is your re- recovery run? Like. Um, I had this guy on a couple of weeks ago. He's a coach for Letourneau um, okay. University here in Texas. And he went to my alma mater, Cedarville. And he just ran, I think, the third fastest 3K steeplechase time in oh, wow. at least in the U.S. But, like, he's qualified yeah. for the trials. Like, the dude is legit. And he's, like, you know, talking about – for him, the most important thing is – making the hard days hard and ensuring that the easy days are actually easy. So how do you, how yep. do you structure your recovery runs? Um, I, I'm just very feel based, you know, how I'm feeling that day. But, uh, I try to go uh heart rate based as well too. So I do have a heart rate monitor. I actually just got a new watch as well too. It does the wrist based heart rate. Cause I'm having a little issue with my, heart rate strap, so I need to get another one. Mm-hmm. But uh, really just by feeling the heart rate, just because mm-hmm. I want to try to be as accurate as possible on that. 
process as well, too, as far as making sure that I'm running easy. Because it's, it is pretty easy to run harder than what you think that you're running. Mm-hmm. You know? So, and I think the mind plays a lot into that, too. It's funny. Because, like, when I can just get in a nice little groove and I'm not really thinking about it, I actually have to kind of trick myself into this, too. I have to get myself to a point, like, if I'm, like, today I'm going to be on the treadmill. So I have to watch something where it's taking my mind off of the run. And then I'll check my heart rate every so often. I'm usually good. Mm-hmm. But if I'm running and I'm checking my heart rate a lot, for some reason, my heart rate tends to go up. <laughs> so it's it's a lot that go. You know, it's, it's a mind thing, but it's a feel thing. Like, it's, it's crazy. But one thing I'm definitely trying to do for myself, because and I think last year taught me a lot, too. Last year I was pretty good at um, – really slowing myself down and just doing a lot of recovery runs and just making sure I was just running a lot slower in order to uh, build aerobic capacity, build my mileage up. And mm-hmm. it showed it showed as far as like what I was able to do uh, just from a, a total mileage standpoint. So for me personally, heart rate, I like to make sure my heart rate is in the uh, respectable range for that. And then also just how I'm feeling as well, too. And that does play a part into it because sometimes I'm, I'm feeling good and then I'm looking down and it's like, oh, my heart rate's up a little bit for whatever reason. So I got to slow it down some more. So just a combination mm-hmm. of those two. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I notice if I, if I check my heart rate pretty often, then it, it tends to... Like I'll look and I'm like, oh, I'm watching it go up in real time. Maybe I, yeah, I should stop real. watching it. <laughs> For real, I swear. I swear. It's oh, the most man. frustrating crap ever, too. Yeah. So I have to uh, – my heart rate does some weird things. And it, mm-hmm. Back in college when we would do our recovery runs, we had to wear heart rate monitors. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but like doing a heart rate re- – run or doing a recovery run uh our coach had it set up to where like across the board just to keep it simple like no one's heart rate was supposed to go over 150 beats per minute gotcha gotcha and like jogging my heart rate would be like 165 and they're like whoa (laughs) yeah for real so i'd have to like walk for a little bit and then jog really slow and then like beep 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 my monitor's going off so then i gotta walk again it was super frustrating so that's like the probably the crux of why i hate doing recovery work i'm like ah i'll just go out and i'll just you know run easy or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever that meant there was no i didn't really define it so now where i'm like okay i if i want super high quality fast days or hard days then I really have to make sure that my recovery days, I'm actually going easy. So, um, so I have it set to like, and it's a pretty big range, but so if my fastest pace runs, I'm going like, like my, for like intervals or repetitions where I'm going, you know, basically five forty five pace to, you know, six fifteen pace somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. Um, on the fast side, on the slow side, like my recovery runs right now, I have set to like somewhere between eight and nine minutes pace. Okay. So, but it's so hard for me to do that. So the way that I figured out how to do that without having to 
like constantly check my watch or respond to it beeping mm-hmm. um, is like zip my mouth shut. I keep my mouth closed the whole recovery run and I just okay. in, inhale, exhale through mm-hmm. my nose. And for me, like that's been like psh, phenomenal. Like, cause it forces me, like, I just cannot, I really can't go faster than 745 okay. if I'm breathing through my nose. So, yeah. um, I know that like, as my fitness improves, like I'll probably, you know, uh, my, my nose breathing, my nasal breathing fitness will improve as well, but yeah. hopefully that, that will correspond to improvements in, in my recovery pace as well exactly. Like, exactly. as my as my fitness improves, like, yeah, that'll be fine. So, um, so I've already changed my numbers based off that 1935 K to now I'm like right around a 1910. Um, just because, so I tried to do a 5k time trial on that same course that I ran the 1930 in February. Okay. And I did this last Friday. Uh, Yes, last Friday. And super overcast. It was rainy. And so Garmin was like, hey, bro, I'm just I'm just not going to track you. <laughs> right. And like, there's, it's like on this path where there's tons of trees. So like I get to the end of my I get to the end of like I know kind of where the mile is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking down and I'm like, uh, Come on, what? Wow, okay. It says I need to run another quarter mile. I'm like, no, this is not right. And I'm like, whatever. I'm going to keep going. And it says I was running 6.30 pace. I was not running 6.30 pace. It felt like I was running 5.30 pace. Right, right. But I, but I couldn't tell. I was like, I, f- like, I feel like I'm going way harder than, than 6.30. So, mm. But I felt good. But it was just – so after I got through what I thought – the two mile mark was, and it's still just like way off. I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm shutting it down. Like right. the, the trail was kind of muddy. And so like, there were times where it felt like I was just like spinning my wheels, you know, mm-hmm. like it just felt like I was working so hard and I was like, this is not going to work out. Like this is not going to end well. Yep. So I ended up the following day trying it again but not there. I was like, I'm just going to go around my neighborhood. There's no trees. Like I'm going to do a test mile warm up, see if Garmin picks that up. Right. And it did. So I was like, okay. And then I didn't realize how tired I was from the day before. So, um, so I did a two mile time trial instead of a 5k time trial. And then just plug that into a V dot calculator and, It said, you know, hey, this is the equivalent of whatever. So I ended up going uh, like six flat for the first mile and then like 550-ish for the second mile. And I was like, okay, like I'm worn out. I'm not sore, but like I had a long run the next day and it was going to be my longest run. And I was like, I don't want to go into that completely trash. So. Two mile time trial is probably a good place to cut it. So, so all of this month of May, I'm I'm running off these numbers, these nine like nineteen ten five k numbers and the corresponding V dot paces and stuff like that. So, but yeah, man, 
recovery runs are just i'm trying (laughs) i'm trying to love them i'm trying to get to where i i don't hate it and honestly having like having these headphones and having this watch where like i don't have to bring my phone like it's just all my music right here oh it's phenomenal so which watch is it this is the 645 music yep yeah so last last summer amazon was was running a sale and i was Mm -hmm. like yes and so Um, yeah i'm really happy with it i love it um you know it doesn't have like all the bells and whistles when it comes to the data but like all the important stuff like all the stuff that i care about like it's got you know cadence it's got my heart rate it's got uh you know my elevation like temperature like all this yep. stuff like more than more than i what i need right so exactly um, really it's like i need heart rate and i need you know my training zones and i need my pace and that's basically yep. it that's I, really it yeah i can figure it out like so. my cadence like do you do you focus a lot on cadence um i don't focus on it but i'm aware of it I do pay attention to it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's just something that I'm kind of earmarking right now, as I you know just further myself into running, because I I like to take you know I have my areas of focus and concentration, mm-hmm. and then you know as I feel like I get a handle on this, now it's like all right, what's the next thing to look at, and then cadence mm-hmm. will probably be that, you know, just seeing like is that something that really matters to me running or, or not you know is my cadence gonna be being able to increase that or you know my what's that vertical um vertical oscillation yeah yeah like you know where am i at in, in that facet right now so something mm-hmm. that i'm just i'm aware of it but i'm not all the way focused on it right now yeah that's that's one of those things you get you get all this data thrown at you and you're like what i gotta do everything now like i gotta improve yeah, every minute it, it, it'll, it'll throw you off it'll throw you off and that's like I, i've gotten into uh coaching some some runners as well too here recently so and that's that's just my thing just to try to make sure we uh we focus on one thing at a time because mm-hmm. you know with especially with all the running watches and different things like that so much data out now it can just become overwhelming you know mm-hmm. and just let's focus here and we'll you know we'll master this concept first and then the next step will be all right now we'll tackle this but you know trying to do too much all at once it just throws everybody off especially me sure. so i, I don't know how i am <laughs> I need to focus on, you know, one, maybe two things I can focus on. I'll keep my focus there. I'm aware of everything, though. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. definitely aware of everything. I I love data, and I love to just know where I am, but I try Mm -hmm. not to get overly involved in everything and trying to, you know, make sure everything's where it needs to be. For sure, yeah, just chipping away at it as as you master one thing, then moving on to the next thing, that's, that's the way to do it, man. Yep. I think it's good, but yeah, I I had no idea what cadence was until I got a Garmin. Like I just, it was not even, it was not even a thing. I really didn't. Yeah. Like we didn't talk about that when I was in high school right. or college. Right. Cadence, like just 
you just run. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we, you know, if we were, if we were reaching, if we were quote unquote overstriding, like, yeah. you know, somebody would point that out. Our coach would let us know like, oh, okay. But aside from that, like your body will figure out for the most part, mm-hmm. what's the most efficient. So, but like Jack Daniels is, he's, you know, pretty, he's, he's not shy about saying like, right around 180 like the best 800 meter runners and the best marathoners and everybody in between they're all going about 180 steps per minute so you should probably try to do that i'm like well when i just go for a run like i'm like 170 yeah like sometimes 168 Uh sometimes less like so thinking about that i was like okay well i'll just try you know, I'll try more steps. I'll try shorter steps. I won't push as hard. Um, when I'm running fast, I don't have to worry about it. I'm, I'm not at all. Yep. 180 or over. But like for my slower runs, for my recovery runs and long runs, like I, I think about that a little bit. But when I look at my data at the end of the day or at the end of the run, and I'm like, oh, I'm at you know 174. All right, cool, perfect. Next, like keep scrolling. Yep. Like, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm like you. Yeah. Like I like looking at it. I like knowing it, but I don't let it like, you know, control any of the aspects, any of the other aspects of my training. Like, yeah. That's as long as I'm not, you know, going way, way under, or way, way over. I think, yep. you know, 10, 10, 15, 20 steps per minute range yep. is probably okay. Yeah. So. But so do you you've got uh you've got your 5k set for Father's Day? Mm-hmm. Um and you said you're what week 5 or 6 now? Yeah, I'm right in week 6 right now. Week 6. Cool. Week six, so how yeah. how much longer do you have? Uh after this it'll be 5 more weeks. So I'm going to do another uh like another good five weeks of training or uh well i got six weeks after this so i'll do another five weeks of training and i'm gonna uh do a nice little taper easy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. easy. i I think i'm gonna uh i don't know that monday i I was just looking way ahead i think i'll just do like a maybe just like a 5k tempo that'd be Mm -hmm. just that right intensity that I need for that week, but then uh, everything up to that point will just be those recovery runs, those easy runs that we struggle with so much, and then <laughs> a lot of a lot of strides, too, just to, you know, just work on turnover. That's another thing that I've uh, incorporated a lot into this training block on my easy days, and I think that actually helps. So I should have brought that up because I think just knowing that I can do some strides and I can run faster at the end, that mm-hmm. kind of motivates me too. You know, I yeah. have to do my strides on my on my easier days. So it's like, all right, well, at least I get to run a little bit faster at the end. So mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like earning that right to to run a little bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say, it's like that's like my dessert, right? So I'll do the recovery run, my easy runs, and then I'll hit some strides, make sure the turnover still good at the end of those. No, I I think that's really important. You know, if if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. 
want to maintain that speed, even if it's super low volume, even if, you know, just strides, like just work up to, you know, like make sure your body can access that range of motion, make sure you're, yep. you're able to produce that force, absorb that force. Like, I think that's good. So, um, how often are you lifting? Uh, about two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually hit a little bit of a low where I just, I don't know what happened. I was doing so good lifting, and then, like, I just looked back, and it was like, dude, I ain't lifted in a month. It's just crazy. I don't even, I, I swear, like, I don't even know, I don't even know how I got to that point. And yeah. I think that's, that was part of the issue with my uh, with my foot and stuff, mm-hmm. too. You know, it was just like, I was doing a lot of running, but I wasn't keeping up with the strength aspect of it as well, too. So, yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. I, was, I swear, I was just like, and I think I, I was just sitting in my office, and it just dawned on me like, man, I haven't lifted in like a whole month. Like, what is going on? It's, I, I don't know. Something about running, I guess, like you focus on something, it's just so easy just to get caught up in that. And you yeah. just, you know, because the strength part, is in my focus right now, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, I love the strength train, obviously, but that isn't my main focus. And I know for myself, like, when I'm, like, focused on something, I can very much get tunnel vision, as the wifey would say. Like, I can get tunnel vision a lot. So, mm-hmm. like, everything else that is still important, like, I can just easily lose track of it. So I've been back on it now, though. I've been hitting it uh good two to three times out of the week i <laughs> i did the dummy move a couple of weeks ago and uh like with my rehabilitation for my uh plantar fascia and everything it's incorporating a lot more uh strength work as well too mm-hmm. so i did one of those on my on my easy days because i didn't i just misjudged it you know i misjudged it i didn't think it was as, as much as what it was, and then I got to my last week of the 800s, and I just bombed that workout. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Like, it was bad. I was like, I was just confused. I was like, what is going on? Like, I just, and then like middle midway through that workout, I'm like, damn, I did all that rehab work yesterday, and I know that's exactly what it is. I mm-hmm. just did not have anything in my life. I've never run on dead legs like that before. So that was an experience in and of itself. <laughs> I was like, whew. Like, all right, well. <laughs> just, hey, hard days, hard. Easy days, easy. And it was funny because yep. I was just telling one of my clients, she had did that uh, before her long run. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling her, like, you know what? It happens to the best of us. We all make that mistake, and we're all probably going to make that mistake again. And, not even 24 hours, I did the same stuff. <laughs> you know, hey, here I was going doing yep. the exact same thing. So I was like, I'd spoke it up, I guess. So, yeah, but it, the straight part is very important because for me now, like I said, like not hitting that 626, like I really have to make sure that I'm applying enough force. Mm-hmm. Right, so now my focus is like, all right, I really have to make sure that the strength is there because I want to get all that I can get out of each drive. Yep. So that and just real light plyos, 
right? Mm-hmm. So just like ladder work, uh, just line jumps, like, um, you know, forward, back, side to side, single leg, double mm-hmm. leg, just real, just like quick pop, quick pop type stuff, right? Yep. So Get that nervous system. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Jump rope a lot more as well, too. Make sure I'm getting some, uh, a lot of skips with the some jump rope. Spring. Wheel so, yep, mm-hmm. yep. So I'm trying to get as much out of my out of my stride as possible. Nice. Yeah, I I uh, schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday to lift, mm-hmm. and I usually make Monday, Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Friday's a hard day, man. I don't I don't know what it is, but like Friday rolls around, and I'm just like I don't want to lift today. I just, you know, I'll get my run in and I'll lift later. Like, this is what I do. I'll go. There you go. Yep. I've got, I've got a block in the afternoon. So I'll run before and then in the afternoon, you know, I'll do my lift then. And I get to the afternoon and I'm like, you know what? It's been a long week. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but my Monday, Wednesday, I I've been staying real consistent. Like the thing for me that I've been doing is keeping it super simple. Like yeah. three yeah. moves. Like yep. I'll do I'll do uh, band work. Like a ton of like lateral hip movement, diagonal hip movement, um, and then I'll go from there to uh, horizontal push. Like Monday's my okay. my my upper body horizontal push. So I'll do like. Um, like I got a machine right here, Marcy chest press, or I'll do one arm dumbbell bench. Usually I'll like pair those up. I'll do two arm and one arm, uh, <clears throat> and then I deadlift. And so I'll just do like a little circuit, uh, keeping it relatively light. I'm basically deadlifting right around my body weight for you know reps of ten, and so I'll just do you know three to four sets of all that. I'll do bands. One arm dumbbell bench, deadlift, and then Marcy chest press or a push up, and then I just cycle that. And that's my Monday and my Wednesday is similar, but instead of deadlift, it's back squat, and instead gotcha. of you know the horizontal push, I'm just doing a row. So I'll do like a like a bench row or Marcy row and some more band work, and that's not ideal, but I can maintain that. And I can, yeah. I can get a little bit of progression there. And since my focus is is on running, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, a power lifter. Like I just, exactly. I need to apply enough mechanical stress to keep my bones strong, to improve muscle force production and absorption. Yep. And like, as long as I'm doing that, then that's what I need to do. Exactly. Exactly. So. Man, you, you hit it on the head, and that's a whole other podcast in and of itself as far as just keeping strength training simple because I think for runners, I think that's the key because even a lot of stuff that I look into when it talks about strength training for runners, it's just overly complicated. Mm-hmm. And even myself, somebody that loves the strength training, somebody for you, somebody that that loves the strength. Obviously, we we we're strength trainers, right? So, mm-hmm. so we 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 like to do these type of things. But it can even become overly complicated for us sometimes, especially when the focus is on running. And it's yep. so easy to just you know 
become overwhelmed by that and just bypass it. Like, you know what? I'm just not even going to do it because I'm, I'm overthinking this thing too much and I don't even know what to do. You can't even start. Yeah. There's, there's so much I need to do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And just to hear you say, just keeping it simple. That's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Like I'll just, I do single leg balance. Like I'll just hold a kettlebell on one side and do like single leg balance and stuff like that. Just very simple stuff. Like I said, even like the plyo, like I keep that very simple. Just some simple line jumps and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But that keeps me motivated to do it too, because it's like now I'm thinking like oh, it's not gonna be that bad, you know. But yet if I had a whole bunch, of, like I gotta get my my horizontal presses, I gotta get my my vertical uh, pulls and this type of day, and then I gotta make sure. I'm working the posterior chain, and then I gotta make you know when when you're throwing out all of this stuff, and it's like you're, no not, time. you're no not going hit, yeah like you're not gonna hit all that in one session anyways. But like we just overcomplicate stuff so much on the strength training side for runners. So I understand more so now why it's so hard for a lot of runners to incorporate strength training because we mm-hmm. just very much so overcomplicate that, and it yeah. can be so simple. You know, it could be so simple. That's the thing, man. I w- for a while, I was like, all right, I'll do one or two things every day. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm running every day, then I should do some hip abduction stuff every day. And I should right. do, you know, ankle mobility, every, you know, every day. And I should do – so I'm like, okay, I'll pick two moves, and I'll do that every day. Yep. And I, I made it three days of that, and I was like, exactly. it's too – it's too like I don't have enough mental energy and yeah. like energy to do everything. Like yeah. I just can't. Like minimum effective dose. What can I do long term? Mm-hmm. You know. And if something comes up, then I'll address the issue. You know right. when I'm aware of it. But as much as possible, I'm just like, all right, just get my shins stronger, get my femurs stronger, get my feet stronger. Like just. How can I do that? What's the simplest way to do that? That's how I'm going to ensure that I do it. And my Friday, I'm supposed to do my <laughs> some split squat or some lateral right. squat. I'm supposed to work yeah. in some other squat and hinge variation and some over some like kettlebell bottoms up overhead presses. And I just I get to Friday and I'm like I know I need to do this. So I, I get about 50% of my Fridays right now. I'm be honest. Gotcha. The weekend, man, we, we programmed to relax on the weekend. That's it. That's, that's all it is. I tell my clients all the time, even about, like, you don't know how many people I see. And they'll show me pictures of their home gym. And it's like, why do you pay me to do this? <laughs> <laughs> they have everything they need at home. But... Hmm? You know, on the mental side of things, like home is a place of comfort. Mm-hmm. You don't equate home as as a place to uh, <laughs> increase strength and you know muscle efficiency and different things like that. So, just psychologically, it's hard. Friday is the same way. That's why I don't do things on Friday. I'm Monday, Wednesday, and then Thursday. Mm-hmm. And Thursday for me is that off day, so I I give myself some grace and maybe do something on a Thursday sometimes. But Monday, Wednesday. Specifically, just because those are my um, my quality days in running anyway, so I just try to make sure I'm getting some in after I run. So just keep it like that. But yeah, Fridays are no go. I I, I just know I'm not going to do that. 
I commend everybody that I see that trains with me on a Friday because I'm not, that's not my life. <laughs> as soon as I'm done, as as I'm done working, I'm going to relax. Like, See you later. Yep. <laughs> See y'all Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's a wrap. It the is weekend wrap. starts as it soon as start. I'm yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I can totally appreciate that. That's too funny, though. Sweet man. Well, I'm super excited that uh, that you put that goal out there, and I'm. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. I want you to get it. So keep training hard and uh, yeah. keep us posted. And yeah, man, I'm. I can't wait. Six more weeks. Six more weeks. It's going down. Sub twenty, man. That. What are you gonna do after that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm gonna relax for a little bit. I might just take a little week off for sure. Just to, mm-hmm. you know, just to relax. I am. I'm putting a lot of effort into this, so I'll relax. But I'll be right back to it because, like I said, I want to – I do plan on running the fall marathon. So it'll just be slowly building my my base up for marathon training then. Nice. Because, you know, people look at marathon training like something that you can just fall into for 12 to 16 weeks. Like, no, you have to build up to marathon training. Mm-hmm. That's not something that you, you know, and I learned that last year. That's not anything that you just can just say, all right, well, I'm going to go on a 12-week, 16-week marathon training plan. Like, no, nah, you build up to that, and then you go on that training plan. Yeah. you got to be so, in shape to train for exactly. that. You do. You really do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, get in shape while training for a marathon is just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. At least if you're trying to, you know, competitively run that marathon, you yeah. know, yeah, that's not the way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I consider myself, as much as I love, you know, just running in general, like, I consider myself a racer. You know, like, anytime I'm towing the line, like, my mindset is that I'm I'm racing. So mm-hmm. I look at things a little bit different. You know, it's just that competitive side for me. You know, I respect people that just run just to run leisurely. I have a lot of friends that do that, but I know me for myself, and I'll can say the same for you as well too probably mm-hmm. like i'm not doing this just for you know for general health <laughs> like I, I i will always be an athlete i will always be a competitor so i'm getting yeah so, yeah, yeah when, I, when i say getting ready for marathon training like i'm building my base to do a marathon training program that's not, you know, that's not going to get me in shape. I'm just like you said, you got to be in shape for a marathon training. So that's, that's probably what I'll do. I may uh, get a couple of halves in, just like, uh, just to see where I'm at. You know, there's some that's opening it up. So just give me a good idea of where I am as far as the uh, numbers that I can work with on the marathon training side, because I still don't have a have a goal for that race just yet as far mm-hmm. as what i want to attempt to run mm-hmm. i did last year with the virtue i ran uh four hours and 37 seconds so i wanted to break four and mm-hmm. 38 seconds off of that so i'm pretty confident now that i will break four hours unless something mm-hmm. happens where i just totally mess up my fueling or, or whatever 
So I'm yeah. confident that that's already going to happen. Now it's kind of like, all right, where do I want to set that market? Where do I want to, like, where do I want to train for? And yeah, that's 345, what this 350. Exactly. That's kind of what this 5K is. Uh, in the long term, that's kind of setting me up for that as well, too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with this, I'm I'm building up some, some good speed now. So I feel like that will help me as well as far as um, pacing that or what my – race goal would be for a marathon for sure yeah yeah the faster you can run a mile or a 5k that yeah. that's going to change up your your marathon race pace for sure yep. Yep. just better economy better efficiency mm-hmm. and yep. yeah when you when you slow down to your marathon pace you're like oh my goodness this Not right is this a recovery run <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what i want that's exactly what i want <laughs> that's that's what i imagine because this is a guy who's never run a marathon. So what do I know? <laughs> and I never plan on running one. Right. Still. It ain't a half an event. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to hold out as long as long as I can, hopefully forever. Hey, I was supposed to not run a marathon until the age of forty. So I'm like three years ahead of schedule. Mm. So you know, and I was adamant on that. Like, people ask me about marathons. It's like, I'm not even talking about it because I'm not there yet. And it's not mm-hmm. going to happen. You know, and it was just, I was going to run that one just to celebrate being 40, and that was it. And mm-hmm. now it's kind of like, hmm, maybe I might want to run another one. <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> you know, the first one, like, it, it, it hurt. It definitely hurt my legs. But I wasn't as it's hurt as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to run a, almost a sub three, excuse me, sub four, you know, on my first one, now that has me kind of thinking a little bit like, all right, now if I really train, you know, and with this next one upcoming, I'll just be, I'll put this out there now too, like with this next one, if I run a, a respectable time, then I feel like, all right, now I may look into getting me a coach because I might want to try to beat you, you know. Like, I'm I'm just I'm just out there with it, you know. You got it. You got to put like, it out there. Yeah, because I feel like, like I said, I feel like I can run a sub four. And not mm-hmm. say, like, I can run it easily, but I just feel like I've done it now. I was close enough now. I know what it takes, and I know where I am right now. Like, yes, I could probably run a sub four. Uh, marathon once I train for it, right? So now I want to see, like, as far as when training starts, like, how low I can go below four mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. And then if it's something respectable, then it's like, all right, I think I'm going to hire me a good coach now, and mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and make this attempt. Awesome. Hey, well, I know a guy who uh, okay. he he's an awesome coach. His name's Luke Scribner. And uh, I'm going to have him on the podcast again. It'll be his second time. Um, But he works with tons of runners. And, like, they all get really, really fast. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good. All right, man. I'm looking at that episode again, too, because I I think I remember when you had him on before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's. He's a good runner. He might be an even better better coach. So, 
yeah He's, cool. he gets after me so dude thank you for uh taking the time to do this it's always good catching up yes always always and i appreciate you uh publicly declaring me your favorite guest <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> hey it's been a pleasure though for real i love the podcast i love being on so thank you thank you for having me on sure man sure man it's all it's like i said it's always good to talk to you and and uh yeah, man, I'm excited about this sub-20, dude. I just, I can't wait. Pressure's on. Pressure's That's right. On. People are watching, so. That's good. We we all need that. We got to yep. we gotta make those goals public and mm-hmm. helps keep us accountable and can't get lazy. Can't, can't be like, exactly. oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, nope, today. Thanks. It's got to happen. Yep. Awesome. Alrighty, y'all. We'll go. Oh, real quick, what's uh, what's all your social media stuff so people can follow you? Oh, cool. Uh, IG. I'm at Run JLC. Um, YouTube is the same. Um, Facebook is just Jason L. Clinton. And what else? Uh, Twitter is Run JLC. I'm never on Twitter. Like I'll just retweet my whatever i did on youtube <laughs> so i'm not active on twitter at all um but i'm on there so if you want to follow me it's uh everything is pretty much run jlc at excuse me at run jlc mm-hmm. and then facebook is just my my government name so just jason l clinton cool awesome man yeah. all righty y'all well thanks for watching and listening and go follow jason and show him some love and some support and uh yeah Stay tuned for next week's episode. Adios. Peace.